A number of months ago, one of our faithful parishioners who's seated there in the back, Bill Spears, came to tell me a story about his life. I asked him if it would be okay for me to tell you this story when the time came, and he agreed. Bill, you want to stand up back there so people can see you? Are you 97? Are you 97? You'll be 97 in January. I'm sorry. Psychologists tell us that trauma is a different kind of memory. So normally when we go through regular events, our memories enter our mind and they go through sort of like a triage desk and they get filed into various parts of our brain. When trauma enters the brain, it jumps over the triage desk essentially and it implants itself vividly kind of right in the central part of our brain in a different part than where regular memories reside. So when Bill told me his story, one of the things that he told me was that this happened to him when he was four years old, but that he could still remember it as if it was yesterday at 96. Bill grew up in Georgia. And at four years old, he was he was picking grapes and eating them, which sounds fun to me. And he, he saw something terrible. He looked up and he saw a black man running and a white man chasing him with a gun. And the white man shot the black man first in the arm, then in the back, and then in the head, and he fell. Bill was four. He ran. He didn't know, what does a four-year-old do with that? And he stored it in his mind, vividly. And he came all these years later to tell me because it still broke his heart to think of what happened that day. Before he could even describe it, what he saw. And he came home here to the church. Because this I hope and pray that this cathedral is a safe place for you like it is for me. I hope that this is a place where you can tell me or each other or God whatever it is that you need to say. I hope that this is our home together. You know, in the book of Exodus, 
It tells the story that forms our Judeo-Christian heritage, this story of a people who were enslaved and oppressed, and God wanted them liberated. And so God said to them, look, the Egyptians are not going to let you go, and so there will be violence. I'm going to do something horrible. God promised that the firstborn of every family, even the animals, would die. But God said to the Hebrew people, I want to keep your homes safe. And so I'm going to get you to do a very strange thing for me. I want you to kill a lamb. And I want you to place the blood of the lamb on the doorposts and on the lintel so that I can see the blood of the lamb as I pass over your house and your house will stay safe. Your homes will stay safe because I will see the blood of the lamb on your doors. Now for hundreds and hundreds of years, liturgical churches have often painted their doors red in order to signify that we are safe. When you enter this place, you are safe, that this is your home. The Roman Catholic Church on today, September 10th, is actually beatifying a family today. The Uvaldi family was a Christian family that lived in Germany. There were seven of them, mother, father, and five children, including a baby. This family believed that Jesus was calling them to have a sacred, safe home. And they invited a Jewish family to hide in their home under the Nazi regime, the Goldsteins. The Goldsteins were a family of six, children and parents. The Goldsteins hid in this safe home for almost the entire period of World War II, but at the end, the Nazis discovered this home and they killed all of them, both families, even the baby. So today, we remember this German family that felt called by God to keep a sacred, safe home. And I believe one of the most important things that we are called to as a cathedral today is to be a safe place. I hear that from my LGBTQ friends that they say this is a safe place, and I hope it is for them. I hope it is for all of you. As we enter this fall season, we're going to be praying that this would be our home, our sacred place, and we're going to be encouraging you to pr pray about how you can give of your financial resources to keep this place going, because we're a miraculous place that would not survive without you. We don't charge anything. We depend on people giving. 
we're a miracle, if you ask me. So as I was praying about this, this sacred, beautiful place that I feel safe and have my whole life, even through all the vestry meetings I've been through, and that's something. <laughs> I was praying about this and I, I heard in my head, I said, oh, it's time to tell Bill's story to the congregation. So I went back to my notes and when Bill, when you came to see me, you brought a newspaper article with you, but I don't know if you remember the date on that newspaper article. The date was September 10th, 1931. You see, Bill, after many years, when he still remembered this, this trauma vividly, he went back. He went back to the local paper in the small town and he looked up this event that happened on September 10th, 1931. And in the paper, it told a story that was a lie. It told the story that this man, that he took out a knife and that he threatened the white man with a knife and that the white man shot him because he was threatened. Bill knew that this wasn't true because his memory was so vivid. And he searched for the family of this man. He never could find the family. So he came to tell me and I said I would tell you because here in your sacred home is where you tell the truth and you share the story and you get ready and you gain strength so that you can go out there and do the work of justice and do the work of building the kingdom of God even when it seems like everything out there is breaking. This is our place of refuge because ultimately the only home we will ever truly know is in God. And psychologists tell us that when you're treating a child who's frightened, who's undergone trauma, if that child has had a good home, a safe home, you say to them, pretend you're back in your home, in the place where you felt safe. Go back there, close your eyes, picture yourself there and breathe. And it helps so much. I hope that this place is that for you. That wherever you are out there, when you get scared, you can close your eyes and remember this beautiful place, this sacred space where Jesus says, when two or three are gathered, I will be in the midst of them. You'll remember your home and have the courage to open your eyes and get back to work out there. Amen.